Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is what do I need to know about meal expenses for 2021? Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro and the Tax Minimization Program, which is a training program to ensure that you pay the least amount in taxes as legally possible. You can find out about our tax minimization program at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. And again, today's topic is what do I need to know about meal expenses for 2021? Now, After such a long time with the meals and entertainment piece not really being touched, the past few years have sure drawn a lot of attention on both entertainment and meals expense. And with the passing of a COVID relief bill recently, there was a great change that was made that's going to impact business owners. And we've been getting a lot of questions on this change in our free Facebook group. So I wanted to take the time out to touch on it so everybody knows. By the way, if you haven't, if you're not part of our free Facebook group, join now, go into Facebook, just search small business tax secrets, answer a few questions and jump into that Facebook group. So before we get into that, though, we want to talk about how does the meal deduction typically work? So let's just discuss how the meal deduction works now before this most recent change. Let's talk about entertainment first. Entertainment is not deductible. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act removed any deduction for entertainment expenses. Now, one thing to note is that the meal portion of an entertainment event is deductible. That is assuming that it can be broken out. So if you have a situation where you have uh, a meal and entertainment that's all wrapped into one price, you're going to want to make sure you get an itemized breakout so you can at least get a deduction for the meal portion, although the entertainment piece won't be deductible. Another example, you take a client to a baseball game, tickets to the game, not deductible, but the meal portion is when you're there. Again, assuming that you can pull the meal portion out or the meal expense out of the cost of the entertainment, then it's fine. Now, if you rent out a, uh, a suite at, the, at, a, at a baseball game and that includes one price, that includes the tickets and everything, the meals and everything included, and they cannot give you a breakdown of it, that would not be deductible at all. So again, just want to make sure that you're getting a breakdown of what is entertainment versus what is meals when you're going to those items. Now let's talk about the meal expense. Dining with a prospect, a client, a vendor, something like that is generally going to be 50% deductible. So again, this is before the change, but 50% deductible, dining with a prospect, client, vendor, those types of items. So you go out to lunch with a client, meal and drink, 50% deductible. Dining when you're traveling, 50% deductible. Now, One thing to know on this, it must be outside of your normal commute. So if you just are going from your home to your office, it's 10 miles away and you stop and grab a breakfast sandwich every time there, that would not be deductible. But if you're traveling to a client a couple hours away, outside your normal commute, not something you typically do, you grab lunch on the way, that would be 50% deductible traditionally. Dining with staff, you take a staff out for one of their birthdays, 50% deductible. Office meals and food, so you provide food in your office, in your cafeteria, you provide food uh, just in your break room, 50% deductible. 
company parties or presentations or cost of goods sold, this is all 100% deductible. So let's look at company parties. You hold you hold a once a year party uh, where you, you bring all your clients in or you bring all your employees in, their families, you provide meal and things like that. That's 100% deductible. You do a presentation. Let's say you're a tax accountant like me and, and we're hosting a tax training uh, service where you're, you're paying to come in for some tax training and we're doing a presentation. We're going to provide meal and drink during that presentation. That would be 100% deductible. And of course, if you're selling the food, if you're a restaurant or, or something like that, any meal and any um, any food that you purchase for sale is obviously 100% deductible. So this is how traditionally it's treated. Dining with a prospect, client, and vendor, 50. Dining when you're traveling, 50%. Dining with staff, 50%. Office meals and food in the break room, things like that, 50%. Company parties, presentations, cost of goods sold, 100%. Now, when we're talking about meals meals expense, we also want to always be thinking about receipts and providing proof. These are the deductibility of them, but you still need to provide business purpose. So even though it's 50% deductible dining with a prospect, you still have to be dining with a prospect or a client or a vendor. You can't just be going out to dinner with your family and saying, saying, oh, it's a meal, so it's going to be 50%. There has to be that business purpose to it. So for all these expenses, be sure you're keeping a receipt and just writing directly on the receipt, the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. Who are you meeting with? What are you discussing? Where were you? That's going to be on the receipt. The amount, that's going to be on the receipt. You know, and enter these just right on the receipt of these items of why you're in taking this meal. Why is there a business purpose? What is the business purpose for this item? So you have it for later. More than likely, you'll never need to provide proof for this, but guess what? If you do, you're not going to have to be scrambling. You're not going to have to try to figure out, why did you meet at this restaurant three years ago and trying to provide proof for that? You already have it written directly on your receipt, uh, saved in digitally somewhere that's easy to find. So this is what how meal expense, the meal deduction, typically works. Now, let's talk about 2021. This is the exciting part. So again, Meals, for the most part, are traditionally limited to a 50% deduction. However, with the recent COVID relief bill, there has been a temporary exception to that limitation. And you can now deduct 100% of food and beverage expenses from restaurants. And this is for tax years 2021 and 2022. Now, there's a key thing here. It's from restaurants. So you take a client out, you take staff out, you take a vendor out to a restaurant it's 100% deductible for tax years 2021 and 2022. After 2022, it's going to revert back, unless any changes come down the road, but it's going to revert back to majority of that 50% deductible. So this is great news. The reason that this was put in is because we've seen restaurants get hit so bad through COVID that the IRS and, and the government is trying to encourage people to go to restaurants, to get money pumping through that restaurant industry. So, that's the change for this. Again, we've had some questions on it up in our Facebook group. People are wondering, what is this 100%? Is it real? Is it not real? How does it work? So that's exactly how it works. After the COVID relief bill for tax years 2021 and 2022, you can deduct 100% of food and beverage expenses that are purchased from a restaurant. So just to kind of re- recap, typically, you know, entertainment, 
not deductible. Still not deductible. That there was no change in that with this COVID relief bill. So entertainment is not deductible, but the meal and drink portion is. So you want to make sure that you break that out. Traditionally, dining with a prospect, dining with traveling, dining with staff, office meals, and things like that are all going to be 50% deductible. With this new COVID relief bill, it is 100% deductible if it's purchased from a restaurant. So you're taking a client out to a restaurant, that is 100% deductible for tax years 2021 and 2022. Again, always remember to keep receipts. You're going to want to provide proof. Write on that receipt, the who, the what. What is the business purpose for this expense? Why is this considered a business expense? Because it might be 100% deductible, but it still has to be a business expense. Again, we want to make sure that we write it on the receipt, take a picture of it, store it digitally so that you have it down the road should you need it. So that's it. Go out to restaurants, get 100% deduction, while at the same time taking care of some of these local businesses that got hit hard by COVID. Now, a couple things I want to talk about. Again, I mentioned our Facebook group. Go into Facebook, join Small Business Tax Secrets, jump in there. Another thing I wanted to announce is we're doing a webinar on May 18th at noon Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And, and the webinar is called Tax Secrets That Nobody Tells Entrepreneurs. I'm super excited for this webinar. We're going to be discussing top five tax strategies that you need for 2021, how to implement those strategies, what is tax planning versus tax paying, um, how you can grow your business with less hours and less stress, developing a bookkeeping system for success, and I'm also going to be introducing a game-changing product that you're not going to want to miss. So to sign up for this webinar, go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash secrets. That's taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash secrets. Again, this is the Tax Secrets Nobody Tells Entrepreneurs webinar, and it's going to be on Tuesday, May 18th at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Also, don't forget to check out our tax minimization program. We have a library of tax strategies and implementation guides, unlimited access to our team to ask general questions, a private Facebook group, monthly group training, and and everything in there. That's taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. That's all I have for today, guys. I want to thank you for, for joining us on another episode, and I will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.